Hey guys, welcome to Life in Perspective. It's season three and you know we are talking defining moments and I couldn't have this conversation alone. I had to bring my friends and today I have one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. <laughs> like honestly, Nina is one of my favorite people. She makes me laugh all the time, <laughs> even when she's serious. And sometimes we have to have funny moments when we're talking about the defining moments moments in our life it has to be funny so guys here's my friend and my sister nina y'all welcome her to life in perspective hey guys make sure y'all get me (laughs) (laughs) i'm so weak okay y'all so i actually met nina um like a couple years back mm-hmm. at our mutual friend's bridal shower yeah. and Nina was clowning and I was like, I like her and I just, <laughs> I need her in my life because, and, and she consistently does that for me. I screen record her stories on Instagram so I can go back and watch them because they are entertaining. Okay. I love it. I, I know. Love it. I love it. But um, Nina is a person who shows up. Yeah. She supports her friends. I've seen her show up um, consistently. And as we're talking about defining moments, I feel like in this season of my life, I've as the person who always shows up for yeah. people, I've had to learn how to allow my friends and my circle to show up for me. Yeah. And it's been difficult. It is very difficult. And I'm like, I'm like, ooh, that's a little prideful, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't like to be like, hey, I'm struggling today yeah. or I need this or I need that. And I think it's sometimes unfair that it, we, we don't give our friends spaces to show up for us the way we've shown up for them yeah. because we don't invite them into those spaces. And maybe, maybe the truth is we don't invite them into those spaces because we know their limitations. Mm. We don't want to be disappointed. You know, I really feel like me showing up for people, I have a grace. Mm-hmm. I always tell people I have an anointing to be a friend and to be covering. And I know that any time that I have relinquished that, um, it hasn't been reciprocated. Mm. And so you kind of get tired. You know, we we ain't no spring chicken, is my mom, that's what my mom would say. We ain't the youngest tool in the shed. You know what I'm saying? So you kind of know see what, I'm what people's uh, strengths and weaknesses are. So it's like, you know, I ain't even got to have this conversation with you, boo, because I already know where this going to go, and I already know you ain't going to do what I thought you was going to do. You're going to be late. <laughs> you ain't going to show up. You know, you're going to come with some excuse. You got all these kids. And I think that sometimes, you know, we have a fear of being disappointed Mm -hmm. and seeing people in the light to which we have been disappointed in the same way before with other people and or with the same people. Yeah. You know, I think like, I think, I think two things. I think one, we have to consider that in choosing friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I literally uh, shared this thing on my story the other day and it was like, you deserve to be poured into the same way you pour out. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like in this season, to your point of getting older and being in my thirties, it's like, no, I don't want to just be in a circle where I'm the only one pouring. Right. And I feel like in this season, my, my, my circle, my family, my friends have shown up for me in ways that I didn't expect them to, but I never gave them a chance. Right. And so it's kind of like, Dang, y'all are really out. Like, dang, I really feel loved. Because I feel like in this season, I'm very dependent. And mm-hmm. I'm not used to living like that. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes, even without asking, uh, my tribe has just stepped in. Yeah. And so I think it's like, also, in choosing friendships, it's like, obviously, everybody can't be you, right? Yeah. And everybody's not going to be you in the friendship. That's why you exist in right, it. Right. But I do think there is something about having balance. Like, I have friends, friend groups that I know I'm the I'm the mentor in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm the one that's going to pour. Yeah. And I always say there are three levels of people you need to keep in your life. Like, the ones that you're pouring into 
the ones that you're doing life with, you guys mm-hmm. are kind of on the same level. And then people that you aspire to be or that yeah. inspire you to move up. And I think it's important to have, it doesn't have to be groups of people, but at least you need those three people yeah. in your life. Because if not, you're going to find yourself burned out. You're going to yeah. find yourself pouring from an empty cup and you're going to find yourself struggling by yourself. Right. And so I think that is super key. And I just noticed, because like when you the strong friend, it's like, where does the strong friend go? Yeah, And it's like, where does the strong friend feel safe to say, y'all, I don't actually have it. for you this week and it wasn't that my spaces weren't allowing me to do that I think I didn't feel safe enough within myself to be like I don't got it right and then after a while child it's like I I don't yeah (laughs) I don't have it I think it's important to have friends that see you one of the biggest things that Mm -hmm. I've learned is like a lot of times and I was talking about this around my birthday I was like you know we look for reciprocity, mm-hmm. right? And so that means what I give that you're going to give to me. Yeah. But I don't think that that is always the truth of what we have in our relationships. It's mm-hmm. like, but God is always going to sing you somebody. Like where you sow is not going to be the places that you reap. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that I had to learn. It was like this friend that I've sown in so much might not be in this season, the place that I reap, but God is always going to send me somebody. For sure. And so releasing people from that of pouring back into me I would love that mm-hmm. absolutely um I feel like I've been transparent enough to receive that quite frankly but also I feel like when life hits it kind of hits your whole friend group at the same time <laughs> you know yeah, no saying? that's real that's real yeah. no I love that you said that because that is kind of that's kind of how it was for me like when I first moved to LA, I feel mm-hmm. like God surrounded me with a whole bunch of people yeah. who were pouring into me that I almost didn't feel worthy of. Cause right. it's like, y'all are new yeah, and y'all just got here, but it was like, they were exactly what I needed in that season. Yeah. And no, they were not the people that I had spent five years pouring yeah. into and five years, like just being an amazing friend. But to your point, it's like, you will always reap it. Yeah. May not be from the place. Exactly. Else. Usually it's from the place you least, least expected. expected. Least expected. Yeah, but no. God always sends you somebody. For sure. Like last year, I went through the most challenging times of my life financially. And anybody who know me know I don't like financial struggle. <laughs> I don't know what this is. It's not my portion, Lord. <laughs> but I'm also very a given person. So it was like, you know, I put people through college and paid for like their cards, cash, all types of things and every place that I had given all of this stuff nobody was able to give back to me Mm -hmm. on that same level but God sent me somebody and I had to release because resentment will kind of come in you'll be Mm -hmm. looking at people like "Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm." but you have to realize that God will send somebody even if it's not the people that you thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah. real. Okay, so this season, we're talking defining moments. Defining moments. Yes, and and basically, it's those moments that you encounter in life yeah. that while you're walking through them are trash. They are absolutely oh. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but then you get on the other side of it, and the other side of it could be five years, 10 years, yeah. six months. It could be a year, and you say... Man, if I hadn't have gone through that, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Yeah. And so when you think about that as a definition of yeah. a defining moment, what comes to mind? So let me tell you something. When you ask me this question and you say, if I hadn't have gone through it, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I have a problem saying <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, I hate it. But I think like so many defining moments, the one that I can say in particular is a few years ago, my uh, one of my brothers was facing three counts of armed robbery. Wow. And he was facing about 60 years in prison. And 
all of his little friends had testified against him and everything. And I had such a radical faith mm -hmm. that I was declaring, I was believing that he wasn't going to get any jail time. And I remember that I would begin to speak and I would begin to say, like, total confusion in enemy's camp. I would declare that in the courtroom that it would begin to shake and the power would go off. I'm talking about I was so <laughs> radical. Come on, radical friends. I'm talking about radical said, friends. Lord, cut the lights cut off. Cut the lights cut off. The lights Lord, off. make the people's back. I'm talking about we had to postpone it because the judge started getting migraines and the wow. prosecutor, his back started going out on him. I'm talking about it was so much radical praise that it, I mean, so much radical prayer that they literally had a conversation with everybody in the courtroom about me. She's <laughs> such a distraction. She's just so beautiful. How you going to excuse somebody? I'm not even there. But I knew that I had believed this and I was so mm -hmm. like, um, standing on what God had promised me. And so on a day, like we went through one trial, it was a mistrial. We went through a second trial and I was just tearing and believing God and saying, God, you promised me something at this mm -hmm. time. My cousin had passed, my aunt had passed, my best friend had passed. I was like, no, I'm not going out like this. Like you promised me something. And I remember my grandmother, who was a pastor at this time, had told my little brother, like, just take the plea deal. You know, mm -hmm. we'll pray for you. I literally walked out at this point moment when he was about to play, take the plea deal and I laid hands on him and I said, no, you're going to fight mm -hmm. and make a long story short. He was found not guilty. Wow. And it was in that moment that I realized that the power that lives on the inside of us, that when they, when God says that we are equal inheritors of Christ, mm -hmm. that that which he can do, we can also do yeah. that. If any man be in Christ and they believe in their heart and does not doubt that they can speak to the mountain and tell them to move. That was a changing because I realized the power that lived into me when and when I believe God fully. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I really believe that, and I have to say this for like the black community, I really don't believe that we have radical faith. Yeah. Yeah. Like really. For sure. We have like, a, oh, you know, God, don't pass me by. Joy coming in the morning. No, joy can come today. It can come today. I can have abundant life today. You know my favorite scripture. You want to say it for me? No, you no. You want to say it for me? No. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Brenda knows my favorite scripture is that she came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. But I'm not, I'm not doing this with you today. I'm not doing this with you today. No, I love what you say. Two things stood out to me. I think one is... The importance of reminding God of his word. Yes. Because I think one of the things we struggle with is reminding him of his word because yeah. we don't know his word. Yeah. And so it's like I can't even fully show up to this situation and intercede mm -hmm. the way I'm supposed to because I don't actually know what God says about yes. this. I just know those couple of few verses that the pastor repeated over and over no. again and they no. don't actually apply to exactly. this moment. And so I think the first thing is I'm always like saying this, read your Bible, yes. know your word, yes. know what God says, because as much as we are emotional about something, as much as we cry out to mm -hmm. him, he only responds to his word. Yep. And so you have to know it so you could go, uh-uh, God, uh -uh. just like you said it. Yes. Like, uh-uh, God, you yes. said You said yes. And that's the thing. If he said it, it, it has, has to, to come to pass. And let me tell you something, Brenda. I was so radical that our attorney was downstairs in my parents' house, and I was just praying loud. <laughs> and so much that they were like, he can't hear the tapes. And I was like, okay. And so I'm praying. I said, God, you promised that you said? Yeah. I said, I'm calling. 
calling you out. I said, I'm calling you out. You're not a man. You should not show it. And I remember God saying, I'm going to do it. I said, well, do it now. <laughs> I was so radical yeah. because that is what your word says. And I'm not, I am so radical that I believe that I want everything God has says yeah. I can have. For sure. I'm not going down without it. Yeah. No, that's real. And I, I will say like to a testament to that is like in 2018, my dad had a stroke mm. and it was so he was not taking his medicine and we didn't know and literally when he got to the doctor they were like if you didn't come if you would have waited five more minutes you wouldn't have made it and so that was the first time we've ever experienced my dad in the hospital and I remember for seven days I woke up every morning and I declared like he'll have life he won't die like and started declaring that and I seen it turn around he was supposed to be in the hospital for weeks he came home seven days later I love it And so I agree with that. It's like, no, there is, because there are some things to your point, you were like, we don't have radical faith. I think some of us are just lazy and we feel like just because God said it and it is already happened. There's, I have an act apart. There's a participant. There's some, I have to participate in this. And sometimes we are spectators of our faith, right? So we'll say, God's going to do this. And we sit back and we spectate Mm -hmm. and we wait on God to do something when it says faith without works is dead. And so, yes, God, you said this, but what is my role in this? What do I need to do? And most of the time it is just out loud praying because if we don't, there could be things that are just hanging in the balance Mm -hmm. that we're leaving on the table. And that's not just healing. That's blessings. That's things that God has already promised us that are just sitting there because we just waiting on something to happen. Just breakthrough, like just waiting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, it's active. I have to be an active participant. And I also have to know what God said about me. Yeah. If I'm an equal inheritor of Christ, that means that which he can do, I can also do. Yeah. And that means I can speak to this mountain. I can speak to that lame mountain. I can speak to you about healing. I can speak to you about breakthrough. And whatever that means, that means it's going to come true. Yeah, for sure. Because I speak, I come in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Nothing else. I'm not, I'm not here to play. You better say his name and his okay, address. let me tell you something. That's who my daddy is. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I know what he can do. I know I've seen him. Yeah. No, I think that's real. I think, too, the other thing is, like, it almost has to be childlike. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you a kid, there is, you don't, you believe you could jump off that bed and fly. Like, there's, there's just, you just jumping yeah. off beds. Yeah. Like, I know, I'm going to yeah. be good. Yeah. And I think that is the way we have to journey through our faith with God. It yeah. needs to be childlike. Because I remember, like, as a kid, I, somebody would say they had a head, headache. I'd be like, hey, lift your hands. Let me pray for you. Yeah. Like, at eight years old. But over time in life, I think we experience disappointment yep. that, that creates doubt. That's the word. And then... It's like, well, God will do this. And I think we have to find balance in that even if he doesn't, Mm -hmm. because that is less about God's ability to move and more about my posture on how he moves. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I'm one of those people that like, God, I know you're going to do this, but even if you don't, but we have to make sure that that's coming from a place of like recognizing that he's sovereign and he's in control and not doubt that I don't, well, I don't know if he's going to do it because I've been in spaces where we'll say, even altar calls Mm -hmm. and it's like if you need healing and people will come down and then it's like now you then there's like this explanation Mm -hmm. and so it's like how how you want me to believe and doubt at the same time this isn't gonna work at the same time and that's why i say it has to be radical it has to be do or die it has to be also reminding god of his face because he says test me you know hold on i came with my scripture (laughs) Mm -hmm. he showed me i have to make sure that i'm exercising my faith and i'm doing so god you said that if i sew up in my ties right that i could test you in this in malachi you did say that 
Yeah, he said, test, said, me. test me. See you. And see if mm-hmm. I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven <laughs> and pour out so much blessing that you will not have room for. Well, Lord, <laughs> I still got some room, okay? Lord, <laughs> I pay my tithes, okay? Lord, I have suffered a while. So go ahead and open up these floodgates. Yeah. This do what is, you said you was going to do. This is Nina all the time. That's it. And I just, I can't take her. That's why Mary had a little lamb. You know, she's really emphasizing this because yes. she don't like to sit in her season of suffering. And why? I'm trying to tell her Brenda. that it's a part of her walk it with is Jesus. Not. It is it not. Is. It, it is. is. It is not. I, I gave you that. so many verses. I, I just this gave you verses. same verses that you <laughs> I just gave you verses about yes. why it is not. <laughs> Y'all, we just gonna pray for it. Suffering is not my point. <laughs> no, it is. It is. Are you a believer? It is a part of I your don't life. <laughs> Nina don't want to suffer. She just wants to have abundant life, that's it. and that's it. That's that is it. it. Oh, I love that. Okay, no, I really think I really love this, and I think we are reminding people of yeah. uh, their authority yeah. that they have as yeah. a believer in Christ. That we have the authority to speak to a thing to. and it align with God's word. Absolutely. And I think this is even challenging me because I feel like I I used to be so like mm-hmm. would go after it. And mm-hmm. I think when I started serving in different capacities yeah. in certain environments that don't go after it, yeah. how I know I've been raised to go after it, then it's like. Well, maybe I need to yeah, yeah. pull back a little yeah, bit. Yeah. But it's like, nah, bro, I know what God can do. I yeah. literally have have seen God mm-hmm. move, especially in a place of healing. Like, I, I've seen that. And so we can't allow our disappointments yeah. or what we feel like God didn't do to stop us from believing what he can do Absolutely. and what he's already done. Yes. And one of my favorite scriptures talk about... Um, uh, when God uh, was walking past a layman and the man reached out his hand and said, God, if I be willing, I can mm-hmm. be made whole. And he said, uh, and he talks about, I am willing, be made whole. And so, you know, we always preach about God is able. He's yeah. able. Well, able means you have the ability to do it. Yeah. But willing means that not only do you have the ability to do mm-hmm. it, Come but on. you have the desire. Mm-hmm. And God has a desire to be good to us. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the things that God really convicted me on was when 2020 happened, I kind of stopped with that conviction. It was like, oh, the Lord got his own plan. Because this ain't what, this, 2020 was supposed to go off. That was supposed that to was be our, the year. a new decade. It's a new, I got, Come on. We was all fasting in the pool. We got clear vision. Oh, listen, this we coming out. Till we went in. Okay, we, we went was ready all and the way boom. in. <laughs> he said, surprise. Surprise. Yeah. It shocked everybody. So it was like, oh, okay, well, Lord, yeah. I see you've got your own plan. Well, let me not declare and decree. Bump that. Yeah. Bump it. Yeah. We see what happens when we get lax on the power that lives on the inside yeah, of us. For sure. For sure. No, that's so good. Okay. I think this is encouraging. Like, yeah. it's even encouraging for me, but would you mind like praying for people okay. who are maybe struggling in this area to believe that God can yeah. and that he will yeah. and even um, holding fast um, to remembering what he's already done, the yeah. faithfulness of God to push you into active faith. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lord, we just thank you for this time. We thank you, oh God, that all of your promises are yes and amen in Christ. And so Holy Spirit, we just speak to our unbelief. To the moments, Father God, where we have forgotten what you said about us. Lord, 
Give us a spirit of remembrance to remember, God, what you have brought us through and what you are bringing us to. God, we thank you, God, that we will trust your hand. We will trust your heart and we will trust what you said about us, that you said that all things will work together for our good, that you said that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, that you said that, God, the number of our days you would fulfill, that you said that being confident of this thing, that he who began a good work is faithful and just to complete it. So I thank you, oh God, that every witch, every warlock, every demon, every devil in hell that tries to come against what you said, we will be reminded, God, of the power that you put on the inside of us, that we are equal inheritors of Christ, Father God, that we can speak to every mountain and tell it to move, that we can speak to every high place in this God to come down, that witches and warlocks have to flee at the name of Jesus. God, we remind you that Jesus, 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 you are the God of gods. You are the King of kings. You are the one who spoke worlds into existence. And so, Holy Spirit, forgive us. Because we forgot, but now we remember, we remember. And so I pray for everybody who is struggling that the devils that they see today, they shall see them more, no more. I thank you, oh God, that they are not struggling anymore, but they remember and they are stepping into their power because you said that we are equal inheritors of Christ. And so Holy Spirit, I thank you, oh God, for those, Father God, who are struggling in their finances, who are struggling in their heart, who are struggling in their health, who are struggling in any capacity. I thank you, oh God, right now, God, that you will give your blessings to us, that you will pour out us such a blessing that we don't have room enough to receive it. And so I pray that you would stretch your hands, Father God, and throw your weight around. Give us something to brag about. Give us something to good to talk about. I thank you, oh God, that we will be reminded, Father God, of who we are, that we can speak worlds into existence, that we can speak healing, God, and it shall be so, that we can speak for debt to be paid, and it shall be so, that I come against every satanic and demonic force that is not like you, and I thank you, oh God, that we shall have what it is that you said we can have. We shall do what it is that you called us to do. We shall be everything that you called us to be, and so everything that comes against that. I speak to every lie. I speak to every spirit and I speak to every devil in hell. And I say, you have been defeated in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Okay. <clears throat> Y'all can go ahead, pass the offering bucket. Hallelujah. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah. No, guys, this has been so amazing. I pray that something was said today to help put your life in perspective. Make sure you go tap in with Nina. Nina, where can they connect with you at? You can connect with me on anything that says Nina Simone Wright. I'm on everything. I have a podcast. It's called The Nina Show, where righteous meets ratchet, because I am a little ratchet if you didn't catch that. Yes. But I'm very righteous as well. Yeah, and she hosts a prayer call every Tuesday. So make sure you guys tap in with Nina. Hey, do me a favor. Like this, share it, and subscribe to the channel you already know we're back here every week this is life in perspective we out